No, no, I think Breakthrough TV gives bad, bad, bad broadcasting a good name. You're listening to Con Air Radio. Stop whining. It's about to begin. <laughs> Paying attention. Need to go here. I need to do a quick, do a quick change because it is Con Air Radio. Bum 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 bum. There we go. Successfully updated. Alright, so, <clears throat> as I was getting there, hi, I'm Smash Tower, and this is Con Air Radio, um, and I am coming to you from my little tiny studio in my house, which the picture in behind doesn't do it justice, but at the same time it is a mess, so I'm hoping to make some changes eventually in, in the near future, but <clears throat> we have a lot of things we can be talking about today. And um, parts of it are the fact that uh, yesterday I went and went and seen a movie, and um, I'm here to talk about it. Yeah, that's it. So yesterday, my wife and I went to go see The Beekeeper. Um, if you haven't really heard anything about it, The Beekeeper is a Jason uh, Stanham uh, movie. Um, he's from... The Meg, he's from um, a variety of different other things. Most people probably catch him from uh, The Expendables. So, <clears throat> um, I liked the movie. Uh, it's an action movie. It was about an hour and 45 minutes long. Um, the synopsis for it basically is he was um, retired. and He was a retired agent for the United States government. Um, basically, uh, they call them beekeepers because uh, they follow a kind of like a colony type of uh, attitude. So uh, they, it was pretty cool. And basically, uh, he goes with the concept of if the, if issues uh, were happening in the colony, they had to be changed. Well. You know, this is something that had uh, somebody he knew uh, committed suicide because of uh, uh, a bunch of criminals took all of her money and she felt responsible for it and she committed suicide. Well, he went on a rampage from that. Uh, and actually, it was pretty cool. Um, there were some, you know, some good martial arts action type stuff. Um... <clears throat> I was beginning to think that uh, it looked a lot more video angles and such. Um, and I'm not saying that in a bad case. Um, it, it just seemed to be less real um, martial arts than um, a lot of action. You know, getting the right angles. 
getting the right angles with the camera, you can you can make it something look like something else entirely. So, in many cases, you can make it to where the guy's looking like he's doing this, but he, he's really doing that. Now, on that same note, um, I thought that the movie was actually pretty good. I enjoyed it um, because I do like action movies. So, um, the storyline was pretty good. Um, personally, I would have probably put a, a kid in the, in the, um, in the story somewhere. Um, but, you know, I didn't write it, so, <laughs> they, it, it worked for them in a lot of cases. Um, if you're an action person, then I would definitely say it's cool to go see. <clears throat> and it, it would definitely be worth it. I actually can see it being uh, made into a sequel. Um, they can actually do mul multiple of them. Um, so I think that is kind of cool. So anyway, uh, if anyone's actually looking for action, then I would definitely look at The Beekeeper. It was definitely an action-packed movie. Um, if it's something that you want to go for storyline, um, the story... Okay, it had it had some merits because uh, the crooks in this case were like telemarketers that scammed people out of their money. And and uh, if you actually look at it, you know there's a lot of that going on right now. So I can understand how this movie would look really tempting, uh, really interesting. So you know people getting scammed out of their money on a regular basis. So <clears throat> this would be something that. Uh, somebody who would uh, would and should take notice in so anyway you know I thought you guys might be interested in my take on it um, you know as, as I said for an action movie I do think it was pretty cool um, you know for a, a storyline okay it was a little weaker than I would like um, I would have as I said I would have put a kid involved in there somewhere some daughter or something like that I think that would have uh, added a little bit of more drama to it and such. So, but any case, um, it it might be worth checking it out. You know, if you guys are are into that kind of stuff, if you don't like the action movies and stuff like that, my wife enjoyed it, and she's not more of a a drama individual instead of an action individual. So, hopefully, uh, hopefully she'll uh, uh, she would. Uh, have the right choices and stuff like that. So anyhow, <clears throat> I thought it was a pretty good movie. Um, so anyway, um, also on another note, I'm getting prepared for the next movie in my series of movies that I'll probably be going to watch, and that will be Dune 2. Now, Dune 2 is the second part of the original movie, Dune, not the original movie, the reboot of the movie uh, that came out not too long ago. Uh, and I'm kind of excited to see this. Um, Jason Momoa's character, of course, was killed off in the first one. Uh, I was kind of hoping he'd have a longer-running character in, in the in the movie series. But that I did think I saw a poster for the sequel, and it showed Jason Momoa again. So I'm presuming that it's some kind of flashback, because my understanding is his character got killed off in the first movie. Um, but, you know, I may be wrong. You know, I mean, physically didn't really 
Did we see his character get shot or killed or chopped up into small bits and pieces? You know, he might have been able to survive. Everything sci in ever in the sci-fi world is it's pretty much up in the air. So, <laughs> but anyway, that movie is actually coming out here uh, March first. So, um, I'm very anxious to go see it. <clears throat> and uh, to be honest, I'm I'm kind of like yes, yes, yes. Um, March is a very go 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 month for me because I have many projects going on in March, um, and that would of course be the one to kick it all off. Going to see Dune on March 1st would be uh, awesome. Now there is also a convention going on down in Tucson that I wish I could make it, but I can't. Um, mostly because I just can't take off every weekend of my of my work. It's just not something that is plausible. Now, if the the con wanted to to give me uh, media passes <clears throat> and I could run down there on Sunday. Uh, it's plausible, you know, but I I just don't know if it's something that I can do. Um, so it's a long, well, it's not a long drive, about an hour and a half, maybe, you know. So it might be worth it to go down there on a Tuesday, or no, sorry, some try that again, Sunday, and enjoy it. The new job that I have now actually allows uh, it. It actually we don't work on Sunday or Monday. So, uh, Sundays are definitely available for me to do so. And I actually kind of reached out <clears throat> to um, my new boss because uh, his son has been uh, kind of a photographer for me. He did some work for me um, at UUCon, and his photos turned out really well. And uh, I'm, I'm actually wanting to get him involved in more of the cons. The only downside is because... He works the restaurant with us, and, and uh, there's just no way that we can take that time off. So, Sunday being the only day that uh, we are closed during the, the convention, uh, I can borrow him on Sunday, and he can be my photographer. So, that's good. <clears throat> so, the right now, the way it looks, um, Katori, that's coming up, I will, I will be there by myself with myself and my wife. Um, taking photos and maybe doing some interviews. And then uh, Game On Expo, um, if I'm given the weekend off, then I will be there from Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And I'll be taking pictures and doing interviews. And then on Sunday, he'll be joining me um, on Sunday, taking photos and, and such, helping there. So it's, it's really kind of nice to have somebody focused on the on the photo part so I'm um, very excited about that so hopefully uh, it'll go over well <clears throat> and actually talking with his father he actually said I actually was asking him about fan fusion which is coming up in May and he said he didn't have a problem with it so I, I haven't asked uh, the son yet um, he has been working on his photography skills, and he's actually very good. So, um, and he's heavy into anime. So this is something that he kind of likes. So he's also a gamer, so he'll like Game On Expo. So if my fingers are crossed that uh, it'll be a beneficial event for him also. And then, as I said, Fan Fusion coming up in May. Um... We're scheduled to be there at the convention. Um, I have reached out to the con 
to see if they're or when they're going to put up the media applications and uh, uh, currently I haven't heard back yet now I reached out to game on Expo and I did their media application but I haven't heard if we've been accepted yet um, and then uh, Katori has already told us that yes we'll be accepted um, but I haven't gotten any confirmations for it so still got our fingers crossed on that too but there's yeah there's a lot of cool things like that coming up so we're very excited about some of these events I'm very excited about having my friend's um, son come in and join us on the uh, convention so we'll be getting lots of good photos uh, he did an awesome job at UwuCon so I'm very excited about that so <clears throat> I'm hoping that we can get more uh, opportunities to use them in the future. Um, but once again, as I said, we work at a restaurant and uh, <laughs> sometimes it's hard to get those extra days off for it. But uh, anyway, um, we talked about Contori. We talked about um, still kind of waiting for things to, to, to fly into place, hopefully on those. Uh, there are a couple other things that are coming up. For example, Halo Season 2 is about to start. Actually, I think it started tonight. Alright, so you know what I'm going to do tomorrow, possibly, is I'll probably get try to get caught up on Halo. Um, I did watch the entire first season, and uh, it definitely was cool. Uh, I did not follow the game, uh, never played the game, so I really didn't know the synopsis for it. But I like the idea of the alien invasion type thing, um, you know, conflict of, uh, what do you want to call it, conflict of religion in this case. Uh, that's what it seemed to be more of in, in my mind. Uh, the alien religion says this, this thing and our, you know, we're to be exterminated because we don't actually follow their same religion. Kind of. Anyway, <clears throat> so I'm somewhat excited about uh, Season 2. The synopsis that I've seen for Season 2, or the trailer that I've seen for Season 2, looks like the aliens um, will actually do a full-out invasion on um, our civilization. So it'll be interesting to, to see how that goes. Um, you know, so there's there's a lot of action in that. Um, the guy that plays the main character, the title character for Halo, the Master Sergeant, I when when I consider the Master Sergeant, he is not the guy that I originally would have considered that kind of character. But I am very surprised that he seems to be um, molding into that character. I mean, I would have not placed him in that role but for some reason it seems to be working for him and so it was worth it and I last year I watched every episode and jumped on it whenever I got the opportunity to watch it and that'll probably be exactly the same thing <clears throat> in this case as I'll be doing the same thing again trying to go watch it you know any opportunity that I can um, I usually will have a couple of hours in between, um, you know, my break possibly 
uh, it might be worthwhile trying to brush home and, and watch it on my break. Um, but it really depends on how long my breaks are. As, as it gets closer and closer to summer, my, my breaks might get a little longer. Currently, they're, they're not bad. They're about an hour and a half, maybe two two hours um but it's a mom and pop shop so they kind of like get we get the prep work done and then all of a sudden uh you know we're on break until it gets busy again um which will give me opportunity to jump on a couple of my other side projects so i'm kind of excited about that if anyone is enters the room and is wishes to chat um we are definitely here to chat or i am definitely here to chat if you want to say anything hey please do um i am definitely here see there i am i am here so um i am definitely re reachable if you want to chat about podcasting i can chat about my experiences from podcasting i have been doing it going on nine years so when fan fusion hits here in um coming up in may it'll be nine years i basically started the podcast uh, i mean i did one or two simple smaller podcast uh, episodes before but the real first launching uh, episode was at phoenix fan fusion actually back then it was phoenix comic-con um, but San Diego, you know, wants to hold those rights for the phrase Comic-Con. <laughs> so, anywho. <laughs> um, so, yeah, the, um, Fan Fusion is definitely coming up. Definitely something worthwhile. Uh, as I said, I've been doing this for going on nine years now. Um, I had a crew when we first started, um, and as the time went by, uh, the crew kind of just gone our, all our own separate ways. Um, I reached out to a couple of them um, for up-and-coming conventions that I had, because none of us have gone on our separate ways in, um, in a mean way. So we're all, we're all still in good com communication, compadres. Um, but uh, currently, the, the events that I've got coming up, which is Katori and Game On, none of them are available. So, unfortunately, I had to give up a, a guest appearance at Katori to just do media coverage. Um, so, you know, it's still I'm still there, and I'll still enjoy it. And I'll be out of town on that weekend, so I'll be up in the mountains. Hopefully I'll wear a nice layer of snow or maybe it will even snow that weekend. So the last couple of years that we've been up there, it has snowed uh, while we were there. And since we weren't driving around, we were able to just kind of hang out at the hotel. It went very, very well. So we were very excited about it. Uh, Game On Expo is moving to a larger uh, room. Uh, they were going to have some uh, extra space, so um, at the time, I, was, I had talked to them, and they said they were going to give me a table. Um, unfortunately, because my co-hosts were not available, um, I basically did not request the table, and then it might be a situation where I'll have to ask them for next year. But, uh, and hopefully, and hopefully they'll, they'll think about it and they'll go oh yeah you give us good coverage we'll we'll give you a table tomorrow and next year because I, I do still have some plans on how to redo my booth to um, make it definitely more visual visible 
invisible or visible? Visible, yes. So we can definitely uh, stand out a little bit more. Uh, so yeah, we're excited about that also. So, and then, then there are other conventions that I just haven't really started planning for yet. Um, Sabo is a convention in the end of August, uh, beginning of September that I plan on going, but we haven't set anything in motion as of, it's, it's too far out. You know, they haven't started doing any of their planning yet, so we'll, uh, we'll wait and see how that one comes to us. But, uh, yeah, we're very excited. Uh, the guests are starting to pop in for uh, Katori, and they're starting to pop in for uh, Fan Fusion. Uh, Game On has been announcing guests for quite a while. Um, they have a lot of voiceover actors and such that are going to be there. Um, so it, it looks like it's going to be very exciting. Um, and I'm hoping, as I said, I'm hoping to get lots of photos and get lots of um, interaction out there so you guys can see what we're doing um, and go from there. I've got some new tech that I'm actually hoping to purchase um, by then too, but it's still kind of a stretch. We'll have to see how this new job of mine that I'm moving into, um, how it works out and see if it, it's going to be decent or not. Um, but any case, it is something that we're looking at. So um, we did talk about the movie Dune 2, which is coming out in March. I'm excited about that. Um, another one that I am also still exciting for that's coming up is the new Ghostbusters movie, Frozen Empire. Um, now, I saw the, the what I call a spin-off, the ladies' version of it. I wasn't a big fan of the ladies' version of uh, Ghostbusters, but this new version is kind of like two generations. <coughs> Excuse me. I'm talking too much and not drinking enough. But um, they bring back the originals, and uh, it looks like it'll be pretty cool having a mix of the new blood in with the originals. So I'm kind of excited about seeing that also. <clears throat> you know, and you guys, if you want, um, if you watch this at a later time and uh, you want to make a comment, definitely you can reach me at any of our socials. Um, I'm definitely worthy of listening to other people's ideas on these movies. Um, you know, if you actually went and saw the uh, Beekeeper and you're going, oh, this was great, you know, this was a good action movie. Or maybe you hate it. Hey, please reach out. Let me know what you think. Um, I mean, everyone, I'm a very basic uh, movie watcher. If it has a lot of action, chances are I'm going to love it. If it has a lot of sci-fi, chances are I'm going to love it. Um, good graphics, yeah, chances are I'm going to love it. Um, if it has a weak storyline, okay, I'll accept it. But it may not be something that I absolutely love. So, I mean, if, for example, Beekeeper. Um, I may have loved the action of it, but maybe the storyline was a little weaker than I would have liked. And, yeah, so, you know, it's still a good movie. It was still worth it. Um, I definitely enjoyed it, so. 
and I hope to, to do the same for Ghostbusters and Dune. Dune 2. Dune 2. Is that what it's actually called? Is it called Dune 2? Or is it called something else? Dune the Return. Or Dune. <laughs> Dune Doom. That's it. Yeah, it's Dune Doom. Revenge of the Worm. <laughs> anyway. Um, so, yeah, I'm kind of excited about those. Uh, those. So... If you guys uh, have any comments that you want to do, please reach out to me at any of our socials. You can actually also go to uh, our parent uh, website, which is SmashTowerStudios.com. Um, Smash uh, and there's a, a chat menu there, so you can reach out to me on there and uh, let me know what you think. Um, you know, if you hated Beekeeper... You know, that's absolutely, let me know why. What was it? Was the action not very good? Was the uh, acting not very good? Was the storyline weak? Let me know. I'm, I want to find out more. What do, you, what do you guys think of this movie? And then, of course, we haven't seen Ghost, Ghostbusters, the Frozen Empire yet, or Dune 2 yet. But, hey, if you guys like it, or if you want to talk about it a little bit more reach out to me on my social network um you know ask me the questions and I, if i can remember you know i can try to answer them on the podcast so we can kind of have this conversation <clears throat> um so also in tv uh, there's some new shows that are about well not new shows there are shows that are coming around that are um like doing the new seasons so Bad Batch is coming around um, sometime this month, I think, here in March. <coughs> Excuse me. And I'm actually excited to see that because I've watched all the seasons. I'm the Star Wars animations. I normally have not been big on. It's like the Star Trek ones either. Uh, I'm not big on the Star Trek ones. That lower deck and Star Trek. In my mind, it's, you know, garbage. In my mind. Um, you know, uh, there was another one that, that, that was out there in Star Trek that, that was weak. But it was more entertaining to me than, uh, you know, Lower Deck. Um, but anyhow, um, Bad Batch, in my mind, is, is a much better more uh it's a much better show <coughs> excuse me so uh the characters are good they're not childish only uh, made so it's not geared for a younger younger audience it's kind of a preteen to teen audience which is pretty much the reason why i still like it because hey you know i'm a guy i'm older so I'm still a teenager. <laughs> my physical age may be much older, but mentally I'm still a teenager. I love my cartoons. And Bad Batch is, is what, one of those kind of cartoons that I would could jump on and be like, oh, damn, that's awesome. This is this. You know, I like the, I like the rebel side of them, you know. But, uh, yeah, it's coming up this next month, so it'll, it'll be in my list of things that I'll be talking about when I do my podcast. So... You can expect me to talk about Bad Batch. Mm -hmm. So, 
keep your ears open on that. Actually, it's it's actually February 21st, I think, is their launch on it. So, yeah, I'm, I'm very excited about that. So, let's see, take that off. Um, anyone that's also paying attention to local activities um, here in Arizona, last weekend was the Arizona Ren Fair started. Um, and if anyone knows about Arizona's Arizona Ren Fair, it may not be the most longest running one in, in the state or the country or whatever, but it is definitely very popular. And uh, I like to go every year. And I haven't made plans. I mean, I'm planning on going. I just haven't set a date on what weekend I'm going to go. I can pretty much guarantee it will be a Sunday. Um, because of the, you know, work ex working on the, at the restaurant. Um, but I'm excited about it. So uh, it, it's definitely going to be worth it. Um, I do have... To, I'm too going trying to coordinate with a friend who wants to go. I don't know if she's ever gone before, um, but I'll I'm once I have an idea when to go, um, I will probably uh, reach out to her and see if it's a good weekend for her to go. She said that she's available pretty much any time after Valentine's Day because that's her big day of work where she has to spend a lot of time working. So. Um, very much excited for that. Um, there are some people out at the Ren Fair that technically still owe me an interview, but I've already gotten past the fact that I don't think that I'm ever going to get that interview because <laughs> whenever I've tried to reach out to them, they're just like, oh, we're busy, we can't do it. No, we're sick. Uh, no uh, COVID lockdown, we can't do it. No, we're going to be practicing or whatever. So I've gotten a lot of excuses, so... Yeah, it's not gonna. It's probably not gonna happen. Um, but you know, you never know. I may go out there, and they may jump and and go. Oh, we we owe you an interview. Let's let's do it now. That would always be wishful thinking, but you never know. It could be. It could happen. <laughs> so yes, the Arizona Ren Fair is up and running. Um, I do believe it goes till the very last weekend of March I think because I think by the 1st of April I think it's done so yeah I think it goes till March so if you're here in Arizona and you haven't gone before I would definitely say go out of your way to go to it um, it's a bit of a drive if you live in the valley unless you live in Air, uh, Apache Junction then it's not that far of a drive at all um, but the traffic is a madhouse um, because getting out to it it is a small two to three lane uh, highway and there's not a whole lot of turning off spaces so unless you go bright and early in the crack of the morning and you're there like an hour early or two hours early then uh, you're going to be in traffic you're going to get caught in traffic but it's kind of I don't know can always consider it part of the experience <coughs> I mean like when you go to Walt Disney you go to Walt Disney for the rides and the shows and things like that but you know you kind of expect long lines 
so if you're expecting the long lines, then you don't feel terrible when you have the long lines. Does that make it sound better? I mean, so you incorporate it into your experience? Anyway. Renfair, be there. Be square. Enjoy yourself. Muchly. Because almost every time I go out there, I run into people I know. You know, they're either working it, or they're there as a guest, you know, or they're dressed up, or whatever. I mean, there are several groups that I that I don't hang with, but I'm a part of, that go out there. Uh, there will be a pirate group one weekend, and then there's the Blue Ribbon Army um, another weekend, so it would be great to go out there on theirs. But, as I said, it's more of a coordination on finding you know, when the best time for me to go is, or my, me and my friend. Um, so, you know, we're working on that. <laughs> All right, so, okay, just give me a second. I'm marking it off on my thing. So, I was talking about Star Wars earlier. <coughs> and there are a ton of rumors about Star Wars spin-offs or shows or or whatever. <clears throat> so I did a little bit of research and this is <clears throat> I don't know how accurate any of this information is, but to the mild research that I've done, this is what I can tell you. Something's going to happen with the Mandalorian. <laughs> Is it going to be season four? I don't know. Is it going to be a movie? I've heard rumors that they're going to make not season four, but it's going to be a movie instead of instead of season four. <clears throat> so that is a plausible, but that's what I've heard. I haven't found anything that seems to be set in stone. And nowadays, and I, I, I don't want to diss social media, <clears throat> but nowadays, so many people are creating fake things that you never know if it's going to be real or not. So let's let's talk about the fake things. Um, Johnny Depp said that he was never do another um, Walt Disney or another um, uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. Um, unless he was paid like $300 million or something like that. We know that's not going to ever happen. Uh, Walt Disney is not going to pay an actor, a actor, $300 million to be the star of this sh movie without many guarantees. You know, if they were going to try to do something like that, they would turn around saying, okay, here, here's the deal, Johnny. If the movie doesn't make enough money, you have to pay us back. So... If you want to make it 300 million, that's fine. If this only makes 200 million at the, in the box office, then you have to pay us 100 million. You know, you know, there's just no way they're going to do something like that. But here's the kicker: I've seen trailers already up on YouTube of a. Pirates of the Caribbean, here's Johnny Depp, and they put, um, 
what's her name? Uh, Jenny Ortega or something like that. I, I can't. I call, I keep looking every time I see her. I see Wednesday. So my mind, she's Wednesday. Um, as her as his daughter. So, but the problem is that I'm sitting there going, is there really been enough time for them to start this project since the uh, writer strike? Has, was in place, did they whip together this information quietly without letting anyone know that the, you know, this is a real project and stuff? Because there were certain pieces of that trailer that made me think hinky. Um, for example, uh, the lip syncing. Um, it didn't, you know, you could hear their voices, but it didn't sound like they were talking through the characters. So, um, and then the characters themselves looked almost computer generated. So, is it an AI trailer of what could be a uh, Pirates of the Caribbean movie? So, this is one of those things about AI that I'm kind of like... You know, I don't know if I like AI. You know, if and now I know there are a ton of people out there that want to make, uh, they they create trailers to stir up a buzz. You know, and I'm just sitting there going, you know, you don't have the legal right to do that. So you snip and clip and snip and clip to create something that looks official, but it really isn't. And in my mind, I'm looking at, then I'm thinking the parent company, in this case Walt Disney, should go after these people and basically say, we're going to rake you over the coals for putting this out, you know, and it had nothing to do with us. So why do you put our information on this trailer? Um, if you're going to, you know, take, take credit, take credit. You know, you created this trailer, that's awesome. You did an awesome job. Put your stuff on it not ours you know that's what I that's what I hear them should be saying but I don't hear a whole lot of conversation about that so I very much doubt it'll ever happen like that but anyway um, so all also on another note uh, let's talk about uh, another Star Wars project skeleton crew now, I've seen a little bit of the trailers for the Skeleton Crew. This is a project that is in the works. It does look like um, a lot of it's already in the can for this um, short series. Uh, there, I think there are eight episodes scheduled. So uh, I'm kind of interested in that. Uh, the synopsis that I've seen so far makes it look like, and as I said, I, this is only vague information. Um, basically looks like there's a bunch of kids somehow on the, they are on the far end of the galaxy on the ridge or whatever and um, they're just basically trying to make it home um, and the main character for the um, Republic is just trying to get these kids back into safety and they're being hunted by you know bounty hunters or um, just criminals in general type things so there is a it, it looks very interesting it's it kind of reminds me of the the, the hand of Chewbacca running from the uh, 
mercenaries in the empire and the 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 bounty hunters that are coming after him and stuff like that. So it kind of gives you that kind of a feel. At least that's what I'm slowly getting. So I'm kind of like, yes, this this looks like it would be kind of cool. So we're, we'll see. Uh, I'm very excited to, to see where this comes out. But the information that I have right now, out right now, is there's no real release date as of right yet. Um, the only information that I really got a sound on is that it looks like there will be at least eight episodes. So I'm excited about that also. Um, you know, let me, you know, as I said, if you guys watch this, you know, let me know if this is something that you want to talk about. And maybe we can arrange um, a more in-depth um, conversation, you know, down the road. Um, I can do a little bit more research and we can pull up names and stuff like that and, and a better synopsis. Maybe I can even pin a trailer up here to where you guys can watch a trailer that I've, that I've watched. Um, so there's a lot of things that could be there and we should talk about it. <laughs> so, um, also I've heard a rumor that there's going to be a show called The Acolyte. Um, basically it's a, in my mind, from what I've read so far, it's the storyline is the, um, the, um, Sith are, are coming and this basically is a kind of like a murder mystery, um, a couple of Jedi are investigating um, mysterious deaths and mysterious actions going on and, and it's pointing to the the the, the bad guys and it, it looks like it might be something interesting also but I'm not a big fan of that let's just take this point of view from the bad guys and and see you know so but I have to see a couple episodes before I can really you know, make up my mind, and as of right now, uh, I don't really see any new information. So it may or may not be happening, and I've, I've also heard something about that it may have already been canceled. So we'll have to see from there, but as of right now, there's no real new information on the Acolyte. Um, Obi-Wan Kenobi. I've heard a lot of people wanting to see a second season of Obi-Wan. Um, but the last thing I've seen is that there really is no information. There is no um, movement um, on in, in the development side of it. Usually, you know, when you're reading up, it'll say that it's in early development or it's in post, you know, it's, it's in post-production or something along that lines. But Obi-Wan Kenobi Season 2, and right as of right now, doesn't look like there's any anything in development. So, it right now, it just looks like it's wish, wishful thinking. And that's always a good thing. It's always nice to wish. I mean, as a fan of Firefly, um... All the time, you'll see articles on social networking going, Disney now owns the rights, so Disney's going to redo it. Disney's going to reboot it. 
<clears throat> you know, I actually saw an article where they were talking about that Disney was going to reboot it, but then they described the reboot, and I turned around and I says, then don't do it at all, because you're looking like that you're going to destroy it instead of, you know, restarting it, rebooting it. And so I'm hoping eventually that, you know, if the rumors are true, then let's restart it. You know, grab as many of the original cast as you can, and you basically start it from what you, you know, where it left off. You know, because I, I can, I have at least two storylines that I could put in for made-for-TV movies um, on how to continue that storyline. And so, I mean, if you're Walt Disney and you hold those rights and you want to do it, hey, reach out to me. I'm, I'm all up for giving you guys my ideas and hopefully we'll see it in print or in, on the big screen. You know, I would love that. So, but, um, yeah, as of now, I don't think um, Obi-Wan Kenobi is going to happen. It, I, I'm trying to be optimistic, but as I said, it was already a proven winner. And it doesn't look to me that they're willing to move forward on it. So, I don't know, is it? You know, is one of the actors fighting because they don't they don't think they're making enough and they're not going to make enough in this? It's plausible, but you never know. All right, so yes, I'm turning pages. <coughs> we did we talked about some Star Wars. Let's let's give the other side a little bit of chance. <coughs> let's start some talk about some Star Trek. Okay, so from the original movies and then from the uh, Picard series that came out, um, there's been a lot of talk about, you know, spinoffs and things like that. Now, this is information on a little bit of the spinoffs and stuff like that that I've done some minor research. Um, Star Trek Strange New Worlds. Uh, is in the works, but it looks like the next season probably won't drop until either late 24 or early 25. You know, in my mind, that is way too long. Um, but, you know, there's a reason why it's taking these guys forever. It's either because it not, not enough of it was in in play before the, before the strike, but... Um, you know, that's what they're saying right now. It's going to be some year in the 25. I'm like, that does not sound logical. That sounds way too far away. So, <clears throat> but we'll see. Um, right now, it doesn't look like that there's any Picard spinoff. The information currently says that there is no, there's nothing in development. So somebody put a name to it, calling it Star Trek legacy uh, and basically it's supposed to be a continuing story of uh, six of nine um, or seven of nine I should, should say um, taking over the new Enterprise G um, and starting new adventures um, but as of right now the information on that says that it's just not in development 
And that bogs the heck out of my mind because I'm sitting there going, you know, I think that would be a far more interesting story than the, what is it, Section 31 that they were talking about putting out. Um, you know, Section 31 might be good, but I, I really think that the legacy would hold stronger because, uh, one, it's in the right time zone so that it would be able to continue you'd have be able to have some crossover of other characters. You know, uh, former Star Trek characters, new Star Trek characters. Um, so I, I like that idea better. Section 31 <clears throat> is kind of a... Um, the synopsis for it right now is it, that it is a section of the Federation that doesn't report to any specific members of the Federation. Um, they kind of have their own agenda. Um, so I, I'm just, I don't know, spy versus spy type. Uh, I'm just not really into that. So I'm, I'm not sure if that's something that I'm gonna, willing to see or not. Um, you know, but I was really had my hopes for um, legacy. Um, but I don't think that's going to happen right now either. So, but fingers crossed. You never know. Um, Star Trek number four, the fourth movie. Do I think it's going to happen? I don't know. Um, every time I think I hear something that it's going to move forward, um, I hear that they're having issues with. Um, how to develop it, you know, the synopsis, the storyline. I mean, they've already lost one of the crew, um, an essential part of that crew. Uh, and uh, you're going to kind of go like, well, all right, well, we can't do it anything on him. And we'd have to race that character or write him out of the, out of the script in some fashion. Um, you know, I don't think it's one of those things that you should recast the character. I, I've always hated it when when a show starts and they recast the character <clears throat> with some other character. Because uh, unless it's like in the first episode and you recast the, the characters who were on the second episode, you know, as you've gotten further and further into it, you're looking at it as, oh, okay, wait. That's, is that the same person? You go, well, you know, they only were in one episode, so, uh, you know, maybe it, maybe it was a good thing. Maybe they, they needed to replace the individual. But and there are shows that that's actually happened at where a, a person is brought in to do, you know, the pilot show and then um, either doesn't sign on or is not... They choose to go with another source. Um, so, yeah, there's there's certain opportunities there. I'm I'm still kind of got my fingers crossed because I've always I I enjoyed the new movies. Uh, Chris Pine did a really good job. Um, they're saying that if this movie four um, does move forward. It most likely will be Chris Pine's last movie as uh, Captain Kirk. So we'll we'll see if that happens. But 
these are really long-term benefits down or you know things down the road because I mean seriously the longer you wait to put out these movies the less chance that you're going to be able to push them any further you know if Chris Pine's sitting there going um no I don't want to do anymore I don't care how successful this movie was I'm done and and then that pretty much trashes your your whole idea and that's one of the downsides of, of waiting to redo another movie. Uh, that's why I think that when Avatar was done up uh, as a second, third, and possibly fourth or fifth, um, I'm sitting there going, yeah, tape them, man, tape them. No matter what, you're going to have people that are going to want to watch them. So, I mean, yeah, maybe reduced um, over the originals, I don't know. But the second one for the Avatar was a pretty good uh, show, and I enjoyed it, so I'm very excited to see what they decide to do on that. So, as of right now, as I was saying, Star Trek Four looks like it's not progressing in development, so right now it's just wishful thinking. <clears throat> Star Trek Discovery. This is the final season of Star Trek Discovery. I think that's either fifth or sixth season. I enjoyed this series also. Um, you know, the boom jaunt through time to where they're so far advanced now. Um, you know, I'm like, holy crap. I mean, now they're way in the future. <coughs> Federation is a weak little empire and still having to claw its way back in. Well, you know, it's still a reasonably good storyline and I'm enjoying it so far. So, fingers crossed that uh, they'll have that rolling forward soon. Uh, I didn't see any information on when it's released is going to be, so there's not a lot I can talk about on that because I just there's just no new information. But as time goes by, if if I'm lucky, maybe I can run upon when they have the release dates. Uh, as, as I said, Star Trek Legacy is pretty much not in development, so we're... Which is, makes me sad, but we'll see. Um, I also did want to touch back, back on um, another con that, that I would have loved to be free to go to, but I'm not. And I very much doubt that I want to jaunt down there for Sunday. Um, but we'll see. I haven't really reached out. So, But anyway, um, Wild Wild West Steampunk Convention is actually f uh, February 29th through to March 3rd. Um, that's what it says. So, um, yeah, I wouldn't mind going, uh, but it'd be a drive. And... The only real benefit would be, hopefully, media access to, to the convention site. And it's in a different location now. So the last time I went down there, it was at, um, I think, Tombstone Studios um, or Old Tucson Studios. I'm not sure which one it was. Um, but it was a cool place, and I enjoyed it. So I would have been right up there to, to go again. But um, just to kind of drop a uh, drop a good note, you know, as I said, it is an event that is coming up. Uh, it's at the end of February, so the end of this month and at the beginning of March. 
So if you're in Tucson or you want to go down to Tucson for our big steampunk convention, then I would say jump on it um, because I went one or two years once or I don't know if it's been twice that I've gone or once but I really did enjoy it um, the problem was at the time it was also right at the same time as another con <clears throat> one that I actually preferred to go to um, and it was just something that didn't work out so you never know. But if you're interested in steampunk um, and you're either living in Tucson or you want to take the drive down there, um, it is February 29th through the March 3rd. So if you want to go, go. Check it out. Let me know how it goes. Send me pictures. You know, that's fine. Reach out to me on Instagram, you know, Facebook, whatever. And let's talk about it. Let's see what you saw. But, all right, guys and gals, uh, we covered a lot of different little subjects. So, uh, if you have any questions or if you want to talk about these subjects further, uh, send me some questions on our socials or on the website, the parent website, smashtowerstudio.com. Um, and we can continue this conversation. You know, we can write down the questions and can answer them next week. Um, or if we get a lot of questions being asked, uh, I can try to do more research depending on what the questions are, uh, and we can talk about them later. I mean, I can, I don't have to just do one podcast a week. I can do another one this week if we have something to talk about. So you have the opportunity, the ball's in your court, please look into it. Um, if you have something you want to talk to me about, hey, reach out ask me those questions I can try to answer them the best I possibly can if you have a bunch of questions hey let's make a podcast out of it and I'll go down the list of questions that you send me and I'll try to answer them to the best of my ability now remember I am a master of nothing okay I did a little bit of research on the Star Wars and on the Star Trek and that's the information that I've pulled off that little bit of research so it, any of these facts, are, if they're even facts, they may or may not be true. I always try to look at what I see on social media and take it with a grain of salt because I don't know the information. Uh, I don't know where it's coming from, so I don't know the source. You know, if somebody is saying that a specific TV show is or is not coming f back, but... At the same time, the source of the information has nothing to do with the show. It's just a so-and-so that watches so-and-so that, that watched this or saw that or read, listened to this. You know, and, you know, they didn't, they may not be the best source of the information. So, oops, sorry. But, uh, so take this kind of information with a grain of salt, the same as I do. I'm relaying information that I did a quick search of of the information and this is what I came up with. So, if you know something differently and you can send me a link to the correct information that has something to do with the original company 
that's pushing this product or this reboot or this series, then please send me that link and I'll do some more research and find out if, if the project is correct or if my information was correct or your information is correct. We can check it out. We can check it out. Yeah, all of a sudden it sounded like a song to me. <laughs> Alright, so guys and gals, this is Smash Tower for Conair Radio. Um, and I am going to let you guys go because I've been talking here for an hour. And I really think that we've got it covered. So I think we should call it a night. Because, hey, it is getting late over here in Arizona. It's already after 11 o'clock. I am tired. I have to go to work in 12 hours. Yes, that's enough time for me to get a good night's sleep. So um, I can jump on that. So as of now, and from Con Air Radio, I would like to say, we'll see you at the con. I see trees of green, red roses too. I see them blue for me and you. And I think to myself, Bullshit! What a wonderful world. Where are you going? I'm going to pick a fight. Don't be too proud of this technological terror you've constructed.